Okay, so quick question here. How many of us would consider ourselves lousy at receiving gifts? Do you, do you consider yourself good or do you consider yourself, you know, kind of weaker in, in the department of receiving gifts? Personally, I'm terrible at receiving gifts. In fact, I'm so terrible that I've started to notice uh, kind of this genetic defect pass on through my kids these days. I, I see my kids now are creating these Christmas lists that really aren't lists. Uh, instead, they're more like two categories, you know, cash and gift card. And even the gift card is reduced to like only, you know, a, a very select few stores. And when uh, my wife Becky or I uh, ask them, you know, what's behind that, they, they give answers like, well, I, you know, I, I just, I want to get what I want or, you know, I want to go and shop for myself or, and, and they have a real time, they have a real hard time articulating what they're feeling, but I know what they mean. I know what they mean. See, there was a day where I used to make meticulous Christmas, get, Christmas lists. And one year I had every item checked off except one. It was a new hockey helmet. And we only had one stop to go. It was Nana's house. So I thought, okay, here we go. And the door opened to Nana's house and I beelined over to the Christmas tree to see what it was that was wrapped up and had my name on it. And sure enough, there was a little square box with a little bulge outside of it. And I thought, okay, mission accomplished. We are in shape. I can rest easy because the world is all as it should be. Well, after supper, we gathered around the Christmas tree and we started exchanging gifts. And my Nana made a, an interesting comment. She said, you know, I, I asked a couple of my friends about this and they thought that you would really like this gift. And I thought to myself at first, of course I'm going to really like this gift. It's on my Christmas list. My mom probably bought you this gift and you just probably wrapped it. So I don't know what the big deal is. Of course I'm going to like it. It's a hockey helmet. That should have clued me into something though. Because when I grabbed the gift, it was my turn. I tore it open. I threw away the casing and was holding onto the bulging portion. Holding not a hockey helmet, but instead a globe of the world. A globe of the world. And I regret without knowing I, I still regret the look that I am confident I gave my poor Nana in response to that Christmas gift. I can only imagine the combination of shock and devastation and revulsion for what this gift was instead of the clearly requested hockey helmet. And uh, you got to know, that moment really for me was the last moment I started making Christmas lists. From then on in, I've been just a train wreck when it comes to receiving gifts. For me, if you're anything like me, you know, it's one part kind of feeling like you know what you want the most. You know, you know what's best for you. Uh, and then another part, you're just kind of control freakish. And the combination of the two make me a terrible recipient of gifts, especially at Christmas time. And uh, if you're anything like me, then the, the question that I want us to consider is whether our inability to receive well sabotages our experience of Christmas. And I'm not just talking about the, the gift giving, you know, around the Christmas tree. I've been able to survive, you know, relatively as one of those hard to buy for people for years. You can sort of get by uh, in, the, in that sense. I'm not talking about that, that kind of gift giving. What, what I'm referring to when I'm talking about Christmas is more the, the spiritual side in appreciating the gift that God gave humanity that we celebrate at Christmas in the person of Jesus. See, around here, we believe that Christmas represents 
the moment in time when God came to earth. God came to live in human form among us. It's that moment in time where God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to not only live among us, but to teach us how to live. To teach us, you know, how to love and how to experience grace. How to relate to God properly. How to live a life of meaning and purpose and significance. And we believe that it's that moment in time where through Jesus, God began to enact a plan to make it possible for us to have freedom and forgiveness from our past and a new start and a bright hope for the future. See, we believe that Christmas, you know, it represents that moment in time where through Jesus Christ, God gave us his very best. In fact, God gave us everything. In one part of the Bible, in fact, it says this. It says, God will supply all our needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Do you get the idea that, that God intended to meet all of our needs? Not necessarily all of our wants and wishes and, you know, luxurious desires, but all of our core needs, our need for belonging, our need for acceptance, our need for freedom and forgiveness, our need for hope and security and our need for love, all of those deep heart desires. God met them and then some through giving us the gift of the person of Jesus Christ. And I say gift because therein lies the rub, doesn't it? Because the way that people like you and I experience this blow your mind difference in a quality of life that Jesus intends to make is simply through receiving that gift. In fact, around here, that's what we mean when we talk about a life of faith. Uh, to, to enact faith is simply to live in a posture of receiving the gift of Jesus' life and Jesus' work in our lives in the way that God has always intended. So hold that thought for a second and think about the way that you and I typically choose to build our lives. You know, not necessarily our Christmas list, although it can be much the same, can't it? You know, if we have that one part where we feel like we know best and that other part that's kind of, you know, a little bit control freakish, we can control and manipulate and manufacture our lives, trying to build them ourselves. You know, we can hunker down and get that education and write that resume and work those job applications and, and get that career and climb that ladder to try to build for us the success and the stability and the security that we so deeply long for. We can hunker down and get ourselves in shape and focus on diet and exercise or fashion, or we can manufacture our, our social media profiles in order to get the kind of acceptance and inclusion and connection and networking that our hearts long for in our desire for relationship and community. You know, we can shop out the best neighborhoods to live in and get our kids in the schools that we want and register them for the programs that we need to in order to develop them in the best way that we deem possible. All the while having our view of what's best and hunkering down and doing the best that we can possibly do to manipulate and manufacture and carve out the lives that we want to build. When all the while God is inviting us to exercise Faith in him. Faith literally defined as the trusting of our lives into something, or in this case, someone else believing 
that they will be able to do for us and on our behalf far more and far better than we could do on our own. And so we sit there and hunker down and try to build the best life we can. All the while, God is waiting to give us a trajectory changing, heart transforming, character developing, you know, meaning and purpose and satisfaction rich experience of life that is love filled and legacy leaving in the way that only he intends. So the question I want us to think about today is whether it's actually possible for God to know best. And whether it's actually possible for the God who not only made us, but loves us, to actually be capable of giving us his best in a greater way than we would be able to build and manufacture ourselves. Could it be possible that the life that God wants to give us is better than the life that we're trying to build and create ourselves? Consider this that it says in the Bible where it says that God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or even imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Could it be possible that the God of the universe who made us and loves us could actually give us an even more extraordinary quality of life than we have ever known or could even imagine. And then that leads us, I think, to a tougher question. Could our aversion to receiving things be getting in the way of that? Could our inability to effectively receive openly from people, let alone from God, be fundamentally stifling our experience of his best for us? And could we be missing out as a result? Could we be missing out on a security beyond what RSPs could provide? Could we be missing out on significance beyond what a social network can give us? Can we be, could we be missing out on a way of investing in our kids beyond signing them up for certain schools or, or sports teams? Is there a chance that because of our aversion to receiving from other people, when we apply that spiritually, we could be missing out on God's best for us? Gang around here, we don't want that for anyone. At a very personal level, we don't want that for you and for me. But in order for us to experience all that God has, it requires us opening up our minds and hearts to receiving in faith from him what he gave us in Jesus Christ that we celebrate at Christmas. As you ask those questions, I want to share with you a story of a friend of mine who uh, was willing to sit down in front of a camera and share a little bit about his experience of life, both before and after learning to receive and learning what that kind of life of faith is all about. His name's Eric, and as he shares, I want you to, to think about whether, whether there's something you might be missing out on because of your resistance or aversion to receive, and ask yourself what it would take to give God a chance to give his best to you. Or at the very least, what it would take to even move in a direction to open yourself up to the possibility that you could give God a chance to give his best to you. See, around here at Christmas, we're not just celebrating Christmas trees and gift exchanges. We're celebrating the gift that God gave us in Jesus Christ. And what we're hoping for every single one of us 
is that our hesitation and aversion to receiving gifts doesn't fundamentally cause us to miss out on the wonder of what God is waiting to give every single one of us in Jesus, especially this Christmas. So check out Eric's story.